The game of the year. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by Line Star app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go Line Star Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P. Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. It is me. It is Scott Bogman. And it's you, and we're recapping week 14, hot take in week 15, but Boggs, before we get to any of that, because it was a lot of good stuff, last week on the shows, oh my goodness, DFS show, my God, if you didn't make money last week listening to DFS shows, then you just did something, like you were just saying, no, I'm going to do the opposite (laughs) of what Joe and Bogman said, because it was a great week, that's like two great weeks in a row, I love that we are finishing strong here on the program, and if you're new to the program, welcome, we're here Via the Line Star app, the greatest DFS tool site in the history of the universe. Go out there, get it, upgrade to the premium product. But Boggs, last night, Monday Night Football, I wanted to see who the Cleveland Browns were. I wanted to see where the Ravens were at. And a couple weeks ago, I said, you know, the only hope the Ravens have is just to unleash Lamar Jackson on the world again. And it looks like the last two weeks, they must have been listening to the show because that's what they've done. And uh, my goodness, what an incredible game last night. So fun, so back and forth. I have it on the DVR. I kind of want to watch it again. Like I might tonight, like the kids are not here. I might just pop that game on and watch it again because it was so damn fun. And who bl- who would blame you? It was an awesome game. So I good. mean, uh, it, everyone was good in it. There, there was the whole, you know, is Lamar um, using the facilities? Is he actually dehydrated saga? Uh, going on and when he came back out in the game i mean you know the um uh who is it? steve levy uh he, he yeah. did a mm-hmm. great job he was uh this is like superman without the cape i yep. thought that was a great line and mm-hmm. you know this the monday night football crew has been unimpressive so far they've been fine they haven't been They're annoying good. like you gotta Booker give them time look yeah, yeah. here's the thing i we are spoiled we are, we are yeah. spoiled because, you know, we grew up with Summerall and Madden. And and even when Summerall and Madden got put together, they were polar opposite guys. And they almost didn't make it. So, like, you know, you have to give teams time to get chemistry together. And I think this team is fine. And everyone just gets so hyperbolic and out of bent out of shape about every announced team. Oh, it's the worst, Box. I hate it. Everyone's got, yeah. oh, this is like, this way this guy called the game, that guy called the game. Well, oh, just watch the game. It's a lot harder than it looks. As long as it's not Spiro Ditas, I'm fine. Right. And as long as it's not Tony Romo saying the word especially. (laughs) Right. Right. I am still. You're going to listen for that this weekend. I know you are. Like, you're going to be watching a game and Tony Romo is going to say the word especially, which, just as a reminder out there, is not a word. And you are going to laugh your rear end off and you're going to text me and say, he said it. And you're going to take a shot every time uh, he does. Troy Aikman uh, say, Oh God! What's his his? Well, word? Collinsworth always does. Well, here's a guy. That's here's the, a guy. He also. This is why. That's why Welsh and I started in this league because I get so annoyed when anyone says, "Well, in this league, you got to." As opposed to what other league? What are you comparing the NFL to? The CFL? Are you comparing it to college XFL? football? It's know. not really a league, you know. So what do you what do you mean in this league? As opposed to what league? That's why we are in this league. I never knew the origin. I actually look at that. See all these years. Now I learned something. I never even asked. I just thought it was a clever name. Yeah, I always was annoyed by it, and I would complain about it. And Welsh was like, "Why don't we just make that our name?" And I was like, "Oh, that actually works. That actually works. Let's do it." 
So so that was, you know, it was uh, me being annoyed by it, Welsh putting it together. This is and, only the second greatest origin story I've ever heard, the first being Spider-Man. Like, so it's right, like Spider-Man, right. and then in this league, it's like right after, yeah. Spider-Man is the classic man gets bit by radioactive spider, you know, and, and uh, who hasn't been through that? I mean, we've all been bit by radioactive Well, I mean, it's a very relatable tale, I could tell you that much. Uh, but, it's, you know, it's about with, as relatable as Jerry Seinfeld's comedy. I, I thought it was jarring to see the crowd last night. Like I felt like the crowd enhanced that game. Yeah, you haven't been watching college football then. I mean, well, no, watch I, the Florida I, game, I, Joe. They're all there. No, I, I, I was gonna say everything in Florida is different. I get, <laughs> but I totally get that. But, but but I haven't seen it in an NFL game all year to that magnitude, and it definitely added to the drama of the game. I thought, and Lamar was just out of his mind. Of course, Mark Marquise Hollywood Brown once again was terrible for four quarters and had that one moment where the safety ran into the running back. He gets free and scores a touchdown. That's three weeks in a row where the guy has that one play that makes him fantasy worthy. Don't chase it. It's the worst. He's <laughs> not good at football. And I'm going to, man, this is going to be my off season diatribe. I'm going to be on this all off season. Uh, Cause people are going to look at the overall numbers and go, well, look at all the touchdowns and look, maybe he's doing no, no, it's terrible. It's awful. I mean, he he has drops, but I still like him. They just don't throw the ball enough in that offense God, for him so to be. Bad. Look, if he went if he went somewhere else, where if he went to Green Bay, he would be. You would not be saying what you're saying about him. I don't know about that, man. Because uh, Aaron Rodgers would never throw to him again if he ever pulled that one-handed nonsense on a on a slant over the middle. Like, I mean, yeah. you, like, who do you think you are? Like, At least you, he complains a lot too. That's always. Oh yeah, on the, so. yeah. Let's not get started. But you know, the thing that makes Baker Mayfield great and simultaneously the worst is, is the confidence. You know, it's, you know, he was so confident. There was a moment in that game there where, you know, when they remember when they stopped them on that fourth down and they stopped Baltimore and I went, wow, the momentum's really moving here. Yeah, and then immediately yeah. the next play, Baker Mayfield tries to sneak a ball past the linebacker. He doesn't do it. And it, it almost takes it in. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's not quite a pick six, but it basically becomes a score. I thought, oh, that's it. Like that's the old Baker Mayfield. The I can do anything gunslinger Baker Mayfield to get you into trouble. But it's that same mentality that allows him to bounce back in games like this and never quit. And I didn't I expect to pick there. But but I did when they got the ball back at the end. I was yeah. like, who gets this pick from Baker to end it? Because yeah. I thought for sure he was going to throw a pick, and he threw the touchdown to Kareem Hunt, and it took you know Lamar Jackson on that second drive, driving them down, and the best kicker in NFL history, and Justin Tucker to knock that fifty-five yarder through in Cleveland, which is you know not the the easiest place to kick, uh, and he'd already had an extra point block too, Tucker. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it was, it was great. It was like a Disney movie, you know, like Lamar comes out of the tunnel. It was unbelievable, man. The Di- yeah. This weekend on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's one of the series they're adding for 2023 or whatever. Yes, it's one of the uh, Marvel series. It's Lamar and Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Origin story. These two opposites just can't get along, except when they're on the gridiron. You know, then it's just it was just great. So I, I just wanted to talk about this game because it was fun. And I, I gotta tell you, man, all of a sudden this uh his division looks pretty hot. You know, maybe Joe Burrow bounces back next year. Things are a little different. I don't know. But, man, the North is is definitely, I think, the most fun division right now as a prisoner of the moment of what's going on. But that wasn't the only thing that happened. Uh, so let's get after some of the things that were good last week. And, look, last week we talked at length about Indianapolis, going with Taylor, going with Hilton, going with Rivers, my favorite stack. Oh, it was good again. Uh, we talked about going the third time was a charm again for Montgomery three weeks in a row. Now, I didn't see Trubisky being good happening, but Montgomery, we certainly did. 
Who did see been... Trubisky being good happening, Joe? Who was that guy? No, I don't know. Not Trubisky. I can tell you that. Uh, Derrick Henry was our guy. He was 26% drafted. Guess How did I what? describe him? How did I describe Derrick Henry? Um, I want to say, um, <laughs> say, no, say it again. I don't the want chalkiest to chalk the chalkiest chalk chalk. of the chalk. Right. Yeah. And you know what? He still put up 35 FanDuel points. How about that? I mean, I had Henry everywhere. Now, the only thing that really bummed me out this past week was Aaron Jones was no good. Like the Aaron Jones thing didn't work out, which it should have worked out, but Ayuk worked out. He was great. Um, you know, it was, it was basically that same thing going back and forth that we've been doing, which is, you know, like look for the good chalk, find the good chalk, and then, you know, just continue to work that. And, and Taysom Hill, uh, once again, another pretty good option there for him because of the rushing yard. So all in all, and of course the two defenses that we were on were what the Washington football team was mine and yours was the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I'd say that was a pretty good day at the office. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. So we did, we did a great job. Again, how did they, the how did they even not make money last week? listening to the show. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, the gambling show was okay. Well, uh, wasn't, wasn't the greatest, but, but uh, you know what? There were a lot of weird things last week again. I mean, this, it's been a weird finish to the season here. And, and you know, a, a lot of people took a lot of baths last week. I know in that super contest thing, a lot of people, you know, were two and three or one and four. Like, it was not good across the board yet again. I mean, just, you know, the, the weird backdoor covers, odd things happening in games. Well, even the game last night, like where, where you're making up all your well, Fandle refunded because of the safety. I don't know if you know, really? like, I did yeah. not see that. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, um, you know, Baltimore uh, minus two and a half or minus three, I think is what we had it at. So uh, when we were recording the show and, and the field goal did it, and then uh, there was a hook on for a lot of people in that safety was nuts at the end of the game on that lateral mm-hmm. play. And that was just like, I, when you're a better, right. And you're watching them and you see Lamar clock it at seven seconds instead of three, you got to be going, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Why are you leaving seven? Like I didn't get it either. Like even from a normal, you know, game <clears> perspective, <throat> you let that clock tick down to three. That way, if your guy misses it, then you're still going to overtime. You know, uh, you don't, clock it at seven it made no sense so strange things uh let's get to the lineups that won uh the one in the million dollar contest on FanDuel. Tua put up 28 points uh he was just 0.9 percent drafted david montgomery 23 our guy derrick henry 35 uh jakeem grant stunk he only put up 4.7 you know normally you can't win a tournament like this having a number like that but this team also had Tyreek Hill, Allen Robinson, which we kept saying too. Allen Robinson completely undervalued every single year, every single week. 123 yards of touchdown, nine catches. He was just 9.8% drafted. Uh, Gesicki's 21 was good. Jonathan Taylor's 29, another our guy, and your Dallas Cowboys defense. So, I mean, honestly, outside the the two turkeys and the Miami, I mean, this was a lineup that basically we had. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it was – I mean, we basically talked about that. Jakeem Grant was that one, you know, but the good thing about him is he was cheap. It allows you to go up other spots on DraftKings. Derek Carr's 28 at quarterback 0.8% rostered. That was the difference maker. And then what do you know it? Henry Montgomery. No kidding. Allen Robinson, (laughs) Nelson Aguilar. I mean, geez, continues to be excellent. He was just 4,700, 1.4% rostered. I got to tell you, I think you can go with Aguilar again this week against the Chargers. I mean, why not? Uh, AJ Brown, Allen Robinson, Gasecki, Tyler Eifert was the, again, 
you don't usually get the stinkers. You got a stinker here, another four-point performance, yet this is the one that won a million dollars. And, of course, the Cowboys defense yet again. So, um, look, we were right on all these guys. It was a fantastic uh, week of DFS. Again, the wagering last couple of weeks has been up and down, a little difficult. But, look, we'll, we'll get right back at it. We're always going to put right. the work in for you. That's what we do, but it's a it's a long season, and that's why we're we're playing the long game. So that's that being right. said, let's switch gears. That's enough of this past week. Did you have any other uh, things to chime in about things that you saw or stuff going on in week fourteen? Or no, I mean, I feel like 15? I feel like my Steelers are a sinking ship, and I'm the guy playing the violin. You know, I so. wasn't going to bring it up. I was going to be good this show. No, no, I was- I, I understand, uh, and and but but this division is so we just watched one of the best games ever on Monday Night Football, and uh, you know the Steelers are leading both of those teams right now still. So uh, yep. this is such a good division. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch this race in the next uh, few weeks here, and to see some of these teams pull away with playoff spots, and uh, some of them. I mean, because the Ravens are outside looking in right now, so uh, they got to get on their horse to get into the playoffs. So. It's going to be a fun uh, three-week stretch here to see who gets in and who who uh, dips out. But yeah, the Steelers uh, are in the playoffs for the first time in two years. Well, look, I think two things, my big two takeaways from Week 14 from a football standpoint, the Bills showed up when they needed to. The Bills are for real. That defense is playing the best football they've played all year. Josh Allen's been great. Diggs might be the most important offseason move of any team this past offseason when you, when you sit back and think about it. And the Browns are for real. Like Chubb was fantastic. Hunt was everything, you know, they, they, they made the plays and Baker made mistakes because Baker's going to make mistakes, but there's, there's no quitting that guy. And And again, that's the good thing and the bad thing about Baker Mayfield. So the Browns and bills, those two teams are for real. And all of a sudden the AFC looks pretty hot because if the Ravens are going to play like this with Lamar, like they did the last two weeks, Kansas city better get their act together this week because Casey's been a little underwhelming lately. That's my, that's my big takeaway. One other thing from this week, and you know, we we didn't get to it because it's the Thursday night game. But Cam Akers, how about Cam Akers running? Yeah, hats, and they have the Jets this week. Well, he's a smash play this week, man. I love. Yeah. It. I've already got Cam Akers in all my lineups that I've been putting together today. <laughs> like it's just Cam Akers, Taylor. Um, that's where that's where I'm going. That's that's where this guy is going this week. So stay tuned. And, and we're going to be missing some games because there's Saturday games and stuff. So well, yeah, that's what's complicated. So we got Thursday with the Chargers and Raiders. So, um, you know, obviously we're missing car, no Aguilar. Yeah, right. I I forgot they were Thursday. I can't even use Aguilar this week. Oh, I can if I play the showdown slate. Um, Then you got the two games on Saturday. You got Bills and Broncos. The Bills should smash there. uh, And the Packers on Saturday night. God knows I love the Saturday night football. It's tremendous. Can't get enough of that. Um, But I would not be shocked if the Panthers covered. That's eight and a half, I think, right now. You know, the Panthers kind of show up and, you know, they don't have a lot of quit in them. So don't be surprised if the Panthers CMT's show up. Gonna be back too. So and maybe DJ Moore. We'll see. Mm, interesting. Uh, and look, so let's 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 go through these. Let's start with the Bills and Broncos, because that seems like a smash game. Right. I mean, I, I feel like Bills are rolling right now. Now, the last thing you want is to go to Denver because nobody ever wants to go to Denver because things just have a you weird did, way of getting. You weird. have always said Denver's a weird place to go. It is. Drew Locke is coming off a four touchdown game. So uh, when he gets locked in, you know, he's, Oh, 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 dad joke. Dad joke. Oh, come on. I didn't even try that. Well, when he get, uh, I I said it and and I'll, and I'll eat it, but, but I, I did not mean it like that. But when, when, 
when he gets Drew gets locked in, uh, you know, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to stop him. And you've mentioned before they have good options. They have uh, almost an embarrassment of riches in Denver. I mean, in just imagine if Cortland Sutton was still going. So uh, it, they could make this a little closer than expected, I think. Yeah. Uh, Panthers and Packers. Uh, look, Packers are doing everything that they're supposed to do. You know, right now, I mean, it's, it's tough. The number one world. seed in the NFC. Yeah, and right now, I was going to say, they feel like the number one seed. It feels like a different Packer team than last year. It feels like a more confident one, a little bit more, um, you know, aggressive one. Uh, Rodgers is playing with a little bit of uh, a little bit of fun, you know. I, I think yeah. you know that that's and that's showing. So uh, I would expect the Packers to be look. If I'm gonna, this is a fun little two game slate to play on Saturday night. I would definitely, you know, I would definitely get in on this one because I think it's I think there's some fun there. You got uh, three quarterbacks that are viable. You could pick and choose a lot of different spots. And look, you got to put Devontae Adams in whatever lineup you're doing. I mean, eight straight games yeah. with a touchdown. It's just absurd right now how it's good that guy's been. Touchdowns this year already. Un- unreal. So good. 49ers at Cowboys. Um, I'll tell you what, you know, uh, Ayuk, that dude we were on last week, Debo's probably done for the year. I will go right back to Ayuk. That's another guy yeah, that I've been putting. Still out in, Ayuk had uh, 16 uh, targets. So And now they're playing the Cowboys. I right. mean, that's, lock this in. I'm sorry. Give me that. And Mostert's going to be out probably too, I think, for this game. Things are not going in the right direction there with him. Um, so keep an eye on that. But this could be Wilson. It could be Ayuk. You could yeah. get some. You know, like the Cowboys aren't any good. Just because they beat Cincinnati last week. Don't take that the wrong way. And Cincinnati is horrible. So. They're horrible. Well, I mean, the Cowboys are right behind them. It's this, they they it's, are, but not yeah. not they're not uh it's a different tier of bad because I mean we did just see Dallas go into Cincinnati and beat them by 23. So uh, you know, it, it's a different tier of bad. Uh, but I think like in mocks right now, they're it's Cincinnati at three and Dallas at four, so they're right next to each other, but they are definitely a different tier of horrible right now. All right, now you got the Washington football team at home against the Seahawks. So Seahawks obviously pounded on the Jets. Jamal Adams broke a record for most sacks by a defensive back ever. It was Adrian Wilson's record. Uh, it was eight. Now it's eight and a half for Adams, which is stunning because he missed time. Uh, just yeah, he's, he's such a best pass rusher. I know. He's such an incredible player. He really is. And you know me. I've always been a Jamal Adams fan since they drafted him on the Jets. And just it's just hilarious to me. They could let go players of that talent. Um, and you know, this is, this comes down to the Seahawks offense versus the Washington football team's defense. So how do you feel about this one? Cause I'm kind of on the fence. Like this has, a, this is a fascinating game as far as I'm concerned, because it would not shock me if somehow the football team found a way to get this done, but without Alex Smith, I don't know if I would give them a shot. Right, right. I'm not trusting Haskins, but you saw him come in and just look horrible, you know, still. So, uh, he's probably, I was surprised that they benched him so quick, but it seems like it was the right move with the way Alex Smith has been playing. And they said this is not a major injury for uh, Alex Smith. So hopefully he'll be back out there and that'll make it a little more enticing. But I just, the the Seahawks are too good to drop this one, I think. Yeah. If this is a playoff game, I might take Washington, but uh, <laughs> uh, regular season game, I think Seattle's going to get it. Well, this next one, I'm going to love this stack. I'm telling you right now, I love the Bears against the Vikings. I think the Vikings are now going to start to mope a little bit because they're six and seven and they're probably done. And Trubisky and Montgomery and Allen Robinson, I love that trio. I think I'm getting that biceps Vikings tattoo removed, Joe. 
No, I'm not getting it removed. I'm just gonna I'm gonna cover it up. You know, sure, gonna... you're not gonna change it to a Colts logo or anything. <laughs> you, you, you do occasionally like to hop on the okay. Colts band. All I said was, if the Vikings Vikings control their own destiny, and I was right. They beat Green Bay. They beat Detroit. They beat Chicago. All they if they could do that, and they did. All they'd have to do is then beat Dallas, Jacksonville, and Carolina, all of which were winnable games. When they lost against Dallas, that was it because you knew they were going to lose to Tampa. And then they had, you know, they have the Bears and the and the Lions again. Look, they still, you know, look, they, they still could be competitive here. But I kind of like what I'm seeing from the Bears and Montgomery the last couple of weeks have been really good. And I, I love the cost effectiveness of that trio is what I'm getting at. I wish people could see uh, Joe right now because he said, I like what I'm seeing from the Bears. And he pinched the the top of his nose you know in between your eyes and he's doing it like <laughs> it, it hurts to say that it's scratch so, so yeah it. i'm sure it's a scratch i'm sure it's not just painful to say now i'm like, gonna scratch it with this finger yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's trubisky <laughs> look trubisky's look good for two weeks in a row i know he had the yeah. fumble against the lions that lost in the game but he had put up numbers against him and three touchdowns last week montgomery looks better you know when, whenever you can uh move that defense back a little bit and not have eight men in the box your running game is going to be better. That's what they've been doing recently. Uh, Minnesota's, uh, you know, like, like you said, Joe, I think they might be on the verge of packing it in here. And the Bears are trying to win games. Nagy's trying to save his job. So I'm with you. I, I kind of like a Bears stack this week. A-Rob, uh, Trubisky's going to be cheap again. Yeah, and, Trubisky, uh, A-Rob Montgomery. is, Allen Robinson is always reasonable. Reasonable right. Allen Robinson. And I love that. And Trubisky's cheap, especially on DK this week. Love that. Uh, Pats and Dolphins, gross. I want nothing to do with this game. Nothing. Nothing. I, I tell you, uh, okay, one thing that I will like is if, because uh, Parker looks like he's going to miss, Lynn Bowden Jr., uh, I think they're going to get him more involved overall. I mean, he had the nine targets last week. He kind of acted as a wide receiver one for them. And, you know, it's not great going up against Gilmore. But they'll. I think they'll use him in Wildcat. If he's going to be a bigger part of that offense, he could get, he could get some weird, nice usage in this game. So he, he'll be a cheap option that I might buy on this week. I am out. I am out. I'm not going anywhere near this game. I, I it, Gross. Can't, move, can't throw the football. Uh, like I know Tua had some has best game against the Chiefs, but I, I don't know. I mean, this, this game, and from a wagering standpoint too, there's two and a half on the Dolphins side right now. I mean, I could just easily see the Patriots shocking everybody and winning, especially – Last year, the way the Dolphins came and kind of screwed them at the end of the season is right. no revenge here. Don't 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 kid yourself like they're not thinking about that. Uh, Jaguars at Ravens. Uh, look, Ravens are going to roll. This might be a week where you pay up for Lamar. I'm just yeah. saying, like you know, we haven't. I don't think I've said those Derek words. Henry put up 200 yards, Joe, and then we saw nine rushing touchdowns, which has happened three times in NFL history, and the other two times were in 1922. Oh my so, god. The, the Ravens and uh, the Browns are Russian fools right now, and the Jaguars are really, really bad. Uh, they're 30th, giving up 145 and a half yards per game, just gave up 200 to Derrick Henry. I mean, the, the Rapper should roll in this one. Well, look, man, I, I, look, I don't remember the last time I've said the words, you know, I'm excited to start Lamar Jackson in DFS because it just it hasn't been a good return. Like, it just it, he hasn't been good. Uh, but now unleashed Lamar on the main slate against the Jaguars. I don't, it's probably gonna be 30% roster and I don't care. Like I'll pay up for that. I'll pay up for that before Henry this week. Not because I don't believe in Henry, but because I'm looking at, you know, when you go over that 10, five mark, 
it gets tricky. You know, you really just got to be all world. And he might be. I mean, it is against the Lions. So we can talk about that game right now because I look, Stafford is questionable, not not looking good for him. Lions have had so many injuries, they're falling apart. It's nice that they're bringing Spielman back into the organization. I think that's a positive. But I mean, the Titans right now, this is this is for them to get to 10 wins right here, get this W. And it's not lost on them, too, that they've got Derrick Henry has to average 150 yards for the next three games in order to get 2,000. So he's got the Lions, the Packers, and the Houston Texans oh on week 17. I think it's possible. Just just throwing that out there. It's possible. That, that he puts up, what, 200 yards again? Well, here's the thing. He needs to average 150. So oh, to get to 2,000. Oh, get yeah, to 2, he'll get to 2,000. Well, I have... You so you've got so the is there a the, prop on that right now, Joe? Can you look? I, I don't. You know, I I will look on that. It, because if there's a prop, I think I would take it. I, I'd at least throw you know twenty bucks on it or something. You know, uh, I that that it seems to me that he's definitely going to get that, especially that last game being against Houston. So. I don't see it here on Fanduel, but you know, I imagine it's somewhere. Yeah. Um, but you, you know, find that I would well, here, here's the math if you want to hear the math. So Detroit's given up 132 on average, Green Bay's given up 110, and uh Houston's given up 150. Now, that's also Houston week 17, where they're gonna be completely checked out. They could, I mean, it 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 becomes whether or not you want to get him this number and how important it is versus how important the game is in keeping him healthy. I think that's yeah. that's kind of gonna be the question. That's the only thing I think that will really hold this up, and that's a real concern for me at least and you're not going to want any part of the detroit side because stafford is looking doubtful so chase no no on stafford for me falcons uh hosting the bucks um i i don't you know i don't love tight end this week on the main slate but the falcons suck against tight end so gronk might actually be in play for me which is i think one of the two times maybe all year i've said this probably the other one was the last time they played the falcons to be honest um but i i don't know i just you know this and and ronald jones is having surgery on that finger i don't know if you saw that yeah yeah on the pinky so he he might have pins in he might miss this week so they they just uh aggravated fournette by putting him you know making him inactive and they might have to lean on him in this game a little bit here so We'll see. Maybe they go to McCoy and Vaughn more. I, I don't know. I don't know what Fournette has done to get himself in the doghouse, but it's a really stupid move by Arians, you know, because this stuff can happen. And Fournette is clearly your second best back. He's been your second best back the whole year. You played him more than anybody else. So it, it doesn't make it doesn't make a lot of sense for them to uh, sit him last week. But who knows? Maybe they were doing like, remember, LaShawn McCoy kept getting sat at the end of the year because Andy Reid wanted to keep him for the playoffs. Maybe it's something like that. I don't know. But uh, Fournette clearly going to be up this week and might might be a decent ad. All right, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, Colts and Texans. Going to go right back to the Colts again. This is three weeks in a row now for the Colts. Uh, Rivers is putting up 18-plus every week. Texans defense is just not there. Uh, Houston has no weapons left. T.Y. Hilton's been good. I am all in on Jonathan Taylor again this week, so – uh, that's the other trio. It's like the Colts trio and the Bears trio. Those are going to be my popular ones again this week, Box. Yeah, I mean, just take whatever trio is playing against Houston every week. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what you Yeah, it seems like a good, uh, good payoff right now. Yeah, yeah. So, What, what do, kind of page one rewrite are they going to be next year, do you think, Houston? Um, I don't know, man. It's uh, They have some talent, but I honestly, I feel like they should tear it all the way down because – 
they're, they're like two or three trades away from being Jets level bad as far as the roster goes. So uh, just do that. Get it out of the way. Get those picks. You know, uh, you shouldn't do it this year because Miami still has your first round pick and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, get your high picks in there and get this rebuilt as quick as you can. Uh, but I also understand not wanting to trade Deshaun and not doing it. So we'll see. All right, let's move on to the next one here. Eagles at Cardinals. So Jalen Hurts was good in his first start, but that's, you know, the first start is always where the young guy always looks his best usually. Uh, Cardinals, you know, I'm not going to say the Eagles don't need this game, but the Cardinals really need this game. So Cardinals looked a little bit better last week than they have in the last month or so since that Buffalo game. So maybe Kyler Murray's getting a little healthier. Kenny Drake's been healthy too. Uh, but this is a tough matchup because the Eagles are actually good against the run. So how do you see this one shaking out here? Dude, I think the Eagles are going to win this game. Uh, I, I really do. Uh, you know, the, the Cardinals Ooh, are – they played not. They played better, but they didn't play great against the Giants. They really should have dominated the, the Giants with the way that uh, Daniel Jones was playing. I know they won 26-7, to seven, but with Kyler Murray and Hopkins and Drake and, uh, you know, all these good players on their team, they should have scored more than 26 points against the Giants. I know the Giants have been playing good on defense, but they were set up with – three and outs and uh, turnovers and all that good stuff and still to only put up 26 points. I think if they were playing anybody else, uh, they probably were going to drop this game. And the Eagles right now, and I've said this the whole year, Joe, they have the roster to push any team. But right. the way Carson Wentz was playing and the way that offense was uh, uninventive and, and not progressive at all, it was just a boring team to watch, and they set their defense up in bad spots. But now with Hurts running, they're a different team. The The defense gets a rest. I think they're going to beat the Cardinals in this game. Fun matchup with the two quarterbacks, no doubt. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah Hurts, Hurts and Murray Hurts from the same ilk. <laughs> uh, yeah. The 0-13 Jets will take on the Rams, who are at the top of their division right now, 9-4. Cam Akers has been great. And you know what? You're right. Thursday, that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But that was the Cam Akers coming out party for was, me, yeah. where he ran inside, he ran outside, he protected the football, he caught the football. I mean, he just did everything. He looked like a star. And I could tell you right now, like if you're going to get, I think he's going to, what do you think is a third round value probably next year in drafts? Um, Yeah. Yeah. At least I think if he finishes off these three games with huge weeks, he's going to be, be one of those guys that gets pushed up to the second round. And if the Rams start to, you know, if they put anything together in the playoffs, and and he gets some you know national well, he'll exposure. Definitely be second. He'll be second round if he'll, he has good playoff. He'll games. be a high second round pick. He'll get that yeah. that Clyde Edwards Alaire bump because remember remember how good Gurley was in in the Sean McVay offense. Right. He was your number one or no, to to three overall pick in all of those drafts. So until he really got uh, banged up with the knee injury, so. Uh, Cam Akers is going to get a huge push this offseason. Because I was going to say, Boggs, I'd love to start like I'd love to start with like you know DK Metcalf and you know I don't know another good wide receiver somewhere in that second round, and then take Cam Akers in the third. Boy, that'd be a heck of a way to start. Yeah, it <laughs> would know? be, but there, I don't I don't see any way unless he you know shudders and goes back into a shell or gets banged up or something. I don't see any way he's not a second round pick next year. All right, let's you, move you on. may you may want to add him like you know whoever you're taking at number one and then acres in the second round and then you know your wide receiver that maybe that's it all right uh Saints hosting the Chiefs is a huge game here so um look Chiefs kind of have to get right a little bit here uh, Kelsey continues to be fantastic Mahomes is great Tyreek Hill is all world 
Saints, look, the Saints are putting up points. They're just, you know, they lost to the Eagles last week. The Eagles had a little bit of momentum on their side. I think that's all it came down to. How do you see this one shaking out here? What are you looking for in this one? Yeah, I think this is uh, Chiefs winning. I don't know that it's particularly close. This is my pick for the Super Bowl before the year started with Saints and Chiefs. And uh, I had the Saints winning. But right now, look, we saw the Chiefs play maybe one of their worst games of the season, and they still beat Miami last week. That's That's kind of where they're at right now. They are on this big push towards the playoffs. They're looking like they're ready to go. So I think this is kind of an easy uh, Chiefs win, especially if, uh, especially Joe, if, uh, <laughs> if uh, Breeze doesn't play and it does not look like he's good to go yet. All right. Browns and Giants, you know, Giants have had a good run here, but this is going to be tough here because I think the Browns, look, as much as you can be confident after a loss, I think the Browns should be confident after a loss because they prove they belong. And that's fantastic. And then you've got the uh, Steelers and Bengals. Who, look, you know, that's the Monday night contest. This should be the 12th win for the Steelers. I mean, that's going to be really depressing. But I can't even imagine doing this show with you on Tuesday if for some reason the Steelers lose to the Bengals. So let's not pretend like that world exists because it doesn't. But the Browns, look, another, you know, Nick Chubb's just all world. I, I'll tell you, I've Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, that's my top three. I know you're going to say McCaffrey and a lot of people are going to agree with you. Going into next year, I keep looking and trying to find guys who have got who have been all world, gotten hurt, and then gotten back to being all world. And I'm looking at Todd Gurley, I'm looking at David Johnson, I'm looking at Saquon Barkley, and it just it hasn't been happening lately. So yeah. I gotta say it's starting, it's concerning to me, concerning enough that I don't know if I want to take the risk at the end of the day. Well, the nice thing is is McCaffrey is gonna be back this week, you know, most likely. So we'll at least get a look at him the last few weeks of the season before going into next year. So if they're going right back to him, they're giving him the 30 touches a game and he's putting up two touchdowns and getting receptions and all that stuff. He's just going to go right back to the top of my board. We're not going to see that with Barkley. So I understand Barkley being kind of fifth, sixth, somewhere in that range for running backs next year, but he's just, and he's lost two years now. So I, I get it. People not being in on him, but I, I'm one that hope I hope I pick like eight or nine and that's where Barkley starts going is around eight or nine because I'll absolutely scoop him up and just cross my fingers that he stays healthy. Uh, I get what you're saying with the running backs, but, uh, you know, trying to find one. If you can name one for me, that's been all world number one overall material gotten hurt and then come back to that same value. Let me know because I'm legit searching for it like i'm trying well, to- i mean i think you're talking about a guy that gets hurt for the year though you know not just and and mccaffrey was healthy for the first what month then he went down then they they played him too much when he came back this is this is a problem that keeps happening in the nfl and i don't understand it daniel jones was not 100 percent last week that yeah. is your franchise well, quarterback why do you keep throwing him out because there? it's football and you want to go out there and you you want to you know he wants oh, to be out there leader of a team. Three drives, he wasn't good. Yank him. Get, I put, don't put disagree Cole with McCoy you. out there. It's just, it's just dumb. You know, you're, you're hurting uh, the potential future of your franchise to win a week, you know, fourteen game here. So it makes no sense to me. But you know, such is life in the NFL, as uh, Mike Tomlin would say. So uh, that's just the way it goes. All right, so that'll do it for me and Boggs. We'll be back on Thursday with the DFS preview. Friday with the wagering show. In the meantime, you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. It's the pre-snap by the line star app pre-snap show for DFS. And uh, also you can, you know, baseball's around the corner. The on deck show as well. Subscribe to both. If you're playing DF- DFS at all, we're the show for you. So uh, that'll do it for me and Boggs. You can follow us on the meantime at Twitter at 
Pogman Sports at Joe Pizzapia 17 at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except down, sit, wait. You've been listening to the Pre Snap Podcast brought to you by Line Star. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizzapia and Scott Bogman.